Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry. From the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Crazy Women Country. This is Donna, and today I'm here with Amber C. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you, Donna? I'm doing wonderful. And I know we're both in the uh, great warm climate. Uh, you have the island climate of uh, South Padre there, right? Yes, South Padre Island. It's, it's sunny and about 70 today, so it's pretty nice outside. It's a beautiful day. We, we actually wanted to set up outside for everyone because it's so pretty, but the sound just wouldn't have, wouldn't have worked. So I totally understand. Yes, ma'am. So, it, it was 80 something today. So it was a little warm. That is quite warm. Wow. So the, the one wind. thing. Yes, ma'am. We've been there. So we'd love to start the show off with asking the most difficult question ever. Who is Amber C? Oh, gosh. I am just actually a very, very much a a quiet, at home, not in the brands, you know, clothing, nothing like that. I I don't go shopping. (laughs) Well, my son said it the other day, and I I will take it for life. He said, and even though I'm country, I can I I know you know talent when I see it. And he said I was Eminem. He I reminded him of Eminem, <laughs> the rapper. So if I can be that gangster and be country then that's Amber C right there. <laughs> my son said it. He knows me best. And this is my son, Judas. I want to introduce to everyone. Oh. He's going to be playing lead guitar with me. So he kind of, his talent is far surpassed my talent. So good to have you on so the show. Him. Yeah. Introduce him. Oh. Well, that's a great little introduction, and you're right. Our family knows us best, and they give us the best uh, introductions, no matter what we come up with ourselves. So <laughs> that's not truly me, I don't think. But you know, I really just at home. I stay. I stay at home most of the time, unless I go travel to sing. That's the only time I really travel. So that's that's Amber C. I like to sit home and make music with my kids. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And for those listeners that don't know, um, you want to talk about you? I know you have uh, the radio show tonight that airs tonight. This is Tuesday. For if anyone, if this does air on a Tuesday, let you all yes. know. Go ahead. Yes. Every Tuesday night with my dear friend, DJ Phil Kranz. Um, I'm a DJ as well. I do it all. Uh, and uh, it's every Tuesday night and it's the top 20 countdown. Um, and it's become a pretty pretty good and big chart, which I can't take the credit for. That's Phil, my buddy Phil's chart. I just co-host, but um, have for four years now. 
and uh, it's 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 a good show. So just tune in. Uh, just go to Facebook or Google Black Dog in the Country Radio, and you'll find us. And we'll probably have the links all available on both the uh, podcast and the uh, YouTube channel. So you can all go find those as well. That'll be great. Wonderful. So tell us, who are some of the women that have inspired you to do music? And obviously we know your father has been a big influence in your life, but who are some of the women? Well, my mother, actually, she was a singer as well and guitar player. She just never took it to the level my father did, but she did sing. She sang in clubs in honky tonks down in downtown Fort Worth, which is where I'm originally from. And uh, I love Fort Worth and it's really kind of become another home of country music. It it truly has, but um, you know, and I feel funny saying this because I I've talked to, and I never would have thought in a million years it would happen, but uh, Tammy Wynette's daughter, Georgette, and George Jones's daughter. But uh, Tammy Wynette, I watched Stand By Your Man, the movie about her life, probably from the age of five to 15. I've seen it over a thousand times, I can assure you. (laughs) And Tammy Wynette, was always my biggest inspiration growing up. And then I started seeing other people like Penny Gilly. Uh, she was a huge inspiration for me. And Kelly Lang, who is T.G. Shepard's wife, she performs. And she's just, when you see these women perform live, I mean, it, it, they just blow you away. And uh, so those are some, those are some of them, but there's so many, I mean, Jeannie Seeley, so many, so many artists. I couldn't even name them all. Well, those are some great names too. I mean, and obviously family, again, going back to family, I think if having that foundation of a great family in general, someone supporting you and things, no matter what you do in life, whether it's music or whatever, it's, it's always good to have that foundation and that, you know, base. So yeah, it, it is. And, you know, it's been, I, I have to share this story because it's just such an amazing story that whenever uh, my mother passed away three years before my father, and these are all of its albums behind me, I hope or they're not all, it's not all of them, but some of them. Uh, but um, he passed away uh, in 2016. Uh, He was also a crop duster and he had a plane crash and he was killed. Uh, And it was after that, I remember driving home from the funeral thinking life's over. It's time to go home and just become a grandma and call it a day. (laughs) But it all just has happened. It has, I mean, the story is so unbelievable that I hope someday I can find the time. I have to find the time to write a testimonial about it because it truly has been spiritual. And I had dreams of this. I didn't know what the dream really meant at the moment, but two months before my father passed, I even called him twice about the dreams. And uh, in the dreams, he was taking me around, introducing me to all the people he had before in the music industry. And you know, he knew I 
I wanted to be Tammy Lynette growing up. You know, he saw what was going on there. Me always singing and daydreaming in school that I was signing autographs and, you know, practicing my (laughs) But I never, you know, now it's not a fame thing. It's not a money thing. It's just a, this is what we love to do. You know, it, it just really is. And it's to carry on my dad's legacy, which means a lot to me. I think that's the beautiful point. Most musicians aren't about the money and the fame. And, you know, the bottom line is they want to make music and they want to inspire others. And, you know, whether that song touches someone and that's usually what it comes down to is they want to have that song touch someone or relate to it or or make their day better or, you know, those little things. Yes. Yes, absolutely. That, that is, you said it right there. And I've believed that for a long time. And I've, a uh, friend of mine who's a songwriter, who uh, Chris Gant, who's written uh, uh, Dreams of the Everyday Housewife for Glenn Campbell. A uh, lot of songs, a lot of songs. Great, great musician himself. Um, but he told me, you know, he said, I used to worry so much about my voice. And then I realized it's not the voice, it's the song. You know, you want to relay that message and you want to relay it. The way, because I love story songs. That I, I, te- I tend to lean towards story songs. So folk, I guess you could call it. But um, you know, it does. It's it's about the emotion and and the delivery of the song. Absolutely. So I see you're ready to play something because you both have your guitars. We are. We are. So- this is what we do all the time. We love it. <laughs> watching my children i wish my daughter could have been here you can actually look her up she is a phenomenal talent too uh olivia jensen c so um and they both they look like twins but they're uh six years apart is that right uh that was more more than that 11 years apart yeah (laughs) (laughs) but She's ready to, she's ready to rock and roll, you know, she's ready to go. So, so I wish she could have been here, but she has been touring out with Billy Don Burns, who uh, is, he's, oh, he's been around for, I think, five decades in the music industry. Not, he's more of a honky-tonk singer, always has been. He's a man I interviewed, and, but she's been touring with him, and uh, Layla Tucker, Tanya Tucker's daughter, has been touring with him as of recent. So um, I'm glad to see my kids doing well. It makes me proud. It makes me feel very blessed, very blessed. So we are going to do some music for you. You ready to rock and roll, bub? Yeah. Which song do you want to do first? Ready for times to get better? Or, I can hear it, but I don't know the name of it. You, we were just talking about I Love Them Fine for Time. You want to do that one? Yeah, that one, that one, yeah. Okay. <laughs> do it. Let's see. Second hip bow. I'll just walk hip bow up. All right. Are you ready? All right. This is I Loved Him Fine for a Time. This is a song my father wrote. I, uh, it's such, the writing is so beautiful. The lyrics are just so, uh, 
phenomenal to me. I think it's one of the most beautiful love songs ever. So I, I had to switch it to a, for a female singer. But this is our our version of, and I didn't have the chords, so we <laughs> we came up with our own. But it's it's out on all the major streaming networks right now, so you can load it up for free right now. How about that? So here we go. You ready, Bob? Yeah. Let's do this. This guitar has been the thing that has made me cry the most. And I can say that with honesty and actual honor. It's, it, I don't know how to put it other than it's attached to my mind, my ears, and my heart. You know what I mean? It, I hear something in my head, I put it down on here. If I feel something, I play it, find a note that feels right or that gives me certain deja vu or whatever. 
And then, I don't know. It's, uh, I feel like I'm being like almost guided or being talked to by something whenever I play the guitar. I don't know how to put it, but now, it's mystical. I'll put it, it that it, way. It, it, it's like I was saying, spiritual. It makes total sense. Yeah. Total sense. So and it is a blessing because I I really did I my dad was my as probably most little girls but you know he was is my hero absolutely he was and uh, he just accomplished so much in his lifetime that to not have him remembered would just be such a loss you know. So anybody listening, Johnny C. Sometimes you'll have to see it spelled like my name, S-E-A-Y. But uh, in his earlier years, the record labels had him do just S-E-A for pronunciation reasons. But um, not to get him confused with Johnny C. And then people think it's Johnny Cash. You know, but because he he toured with Johnny Cash and Johnny Cash and June Carter actually wrote Mild Faded Rose for him. And one of these days I'm going to learn that song. I love that song. But yeah, it's it's about him. And I'm it's it is such it, it's amazing to watch my children blossom into these um, musicians that are and they do it out of pure love, you know. Just pure love for the music. Absolutely. And uh, you are amazing on guitar there, young man. I, I just totally was watching you and I'm just like totally in awe. As someone who doesn't play a musical instrument to me, like watching, uh, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of people play and just watching you is, is just awesome. I'm going to tell you that right now. You have just <laughs> such a gift. Thanks. Uh, I always like, I always play it outside. And sometimes I really come up like, I feel like it's not like there's something missing almost, but like, I don't know. I guess I'm just insecure about it sometimes. Like I want to perfect it in almost every way, but at the same time, it helps a lot to hear someone's compliment. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. And I have to mention he's playing with five strings because the top eight broke and, uh, we live, you know, there's no guitar strings for like 45 minutes away because of where we live. So uh, we're usually stuck that, but yeah, he, he'll do it. He can do it on three and just blow my mind. But, um, but we've got, we've got some more for you today. If, if you're ready for some more. Absolutely. All right. Take it away. No, let's do, um, let's see, let's do, the ready for a time to but it's probably good. I don't know what he's going to string. Pick one of those. Playfair stranger. All right, we're going to do. Ready for the time to get better. Okay, you want to do that? Yeah. Okay. We're going to do another one. I have, uh, and it's on some, I, I don't believe I've put this one out on Spotify. I am put, going to. It's just one I haven't quite got to. Um, or we could do Ballad of Johnny C. I kind of feel like this is a good time to do that. Yeah. 
Okay. You know what? Say that one for last. I will. I will. Let me know when the last song that we can do is coming up. And I will let you debut a song that we've been working on for five years now. First song I ever wrote because I never considered myself a songwriter. I do now, but I didn't. Then it was one I was cleaning house and it just came to me and it will take you it is, I know this, I say a lot about my dad, I do, but the song will take you back to his funeral. And it is just, it's fixing to be released. So I will premiere it right here on your show for you because you put up with so much for me <laughs> having to put my interview off for so long. But um, thank you so much. Looking forward to it. Yeah, that, that'll be nice. That'll be nice. So, all right, ready for times to get better. Here we go. And this one was the lyrics were written by uh, I believe Crystal Gale, uh, and the song was written by Chet Atkins. So this is a beautiful song. I think the guitar playing reminded me of uh, the, the Spanish flamenco. Oh yeah, that's yeah. And that's that's exactly what I was like. So I'm like, yeah, that was just beautiful. It's I all love beautiful. That. Oh, I just love new music and to bringing back old music and and just yeah, I think music itself is timeless. 
yeah, there's just so many amazing, amazing musicians out there. And I've become fans of so many that, uh, and a lot of, there are some that nobody even knows who they are and they are so unbelievably talented. And it's like, but I, I guess some just, you know, I, I know a lot, I, a lot of songwriters and uh, that are like that. And, but they just want to stay at home and write. And I, I get it. I get it. Oh, yes. And that's a great point. So who are some of like your newest uh, songwriters or undiscovered voices that you could name a couple? Um, well, let's see. Uh, I'll tell you what, just the other day I was listening to one who I interviewed before and I honestly didn't, I always try to get to know their music when I interview them and after I interview them, I keep hearing it on my playlist and uh, Jake Penrod, he is, he's, he was on the Penny Gilly show and I actually saw him perform live there and he is something else. He really is. He's a good one. And uh, Taft Simmons uh, guy, he wrote a song that another song that I have out called almost me again. And um, he is a phenomenal, I mean, his, the songs that he has that are out there, uh, they're just amazing. Um, Wade Jennings, he's, he's coming up and he's, that's a Waylon Jennings grandson. Um, he's, he's doing a lot of things right now. Uh, I hate to leave people out. I know I'll forget somebody, but because there are just so many, you know, and I've had the pleasure of meeting so many that, you know, we've even already lost uh, just at young, like Johnny Bush. He's a big Texas artist and uh, sings a lot of the good old honky tonk songs. I've become a big fan of Western swing. <laughs> and, and so there's a lot of Western swing artists. Uh, Carl Vaughn, we, he's a good one I've listened to lately. And Billy Mana and the Texas tradition are uh, incredible talents. And uh, I'll, be, I'll be getting to interview him again soon. I think that will be our fourth interview together. Um, and... Uh, Let's see, because there are so many. I know he likes one bucket head, but that's not quite a country artist. But um, of course he is, and and uh, he might be. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, there's so much crossover and, in the genre now, though. We have the country pop, country rock, country rap. So yeah, it could, it, anything could probably be country now. Yeah, yeah, and especially we kind of happened to just, or well, I guess I did. They were still pretty young, but. It just happened, and then that's another story, but to fall into the genre of outlaw country as, as opposed to traditional, but it worked out really well because you can pretty much get away with anything in outlaw country, you know, especially the stuff I like, you know, 70s, 80s rock, <laughs> stuff like that. You can totally, you know, the crowds love it, so um Hank three was actually a big inspiration to uh, Hank Williams grandson. And I believe Hank four is now doing music. 
So and another, you know, generational type artist, but it, I just, they're, they're phenomenal as well. That whole family. That's so great to see the generations too. Like, I, I mean, you know, sometimes you wonder what people are, you know, their kids are going to do. Are they going to totally steer away from music? Or are they going to go to music, you know? And uh, it is amazing to see the generations. Yeah, it, it truly is. It, it is to see, you know, who and who comes up. But, but there are so many generational artists. Um, and yeah, I mean, I've heard it said that it runs in families like that. And I don't know, maybe it, maybe it, I know my, like my great, my dad's grandparents owned a radio station. So that, you know, it's it's similar to being in music. So he heard music growing up his whole life and it, it does seem to kind of follow the families, you know, Johnny Cash's family, which I had the pleasure of meeting Roseanne Cash, which was, wonderful and uh people like that there's a there's more of the jennings uh shooter jennings i know he's out doing music um and the haggards the nelson he's gonna get to go see lucas nelson and i think he's gonna get to meet him actually because my friend wants to show him his guitar abilities but um all you know, all that it, it does. It it there's a lot of artists coming up that had you know their parents previously were were artists. Wonderful. So, um, what would be next on our playlist today? Well, uh, I guess we're gonna do. I are you. Are you ready to do Ballad of Johnny C? I don't know. Yeah. I'm not watching the time, so oh, I have no idea. I'm just enjoying our conversation. Yeah, I think we can do this song, this and, and then the last song. If you'd like to do that before our little 20 question segment or after, let me know. Okay, well, uh, we can do it we can always do more other songs too we'll go go ahead and throw in Ballad of Johnny C now since he switches guitars are you going to get back over here baby yeah I think I'm going to switch to the distortion not too much but get back over here in frame because I think you're out of frame. And we'll we'll go we'll get that done. Hello. Alright. <laughs> yes, you're back in frame now. and
He, he's amazing. And he performs as well, but he does write most of his own material. And he's probably become one of my top favorites. I don't know how many favorites I have. I have a lot of them. So, <laughs> right, but, right. yeah, it's hard. There's just so many greats. Absolutely. That was absolutely beautiful. Thank you. And someone who's written lyrics and pretty much most of them collect dust on my hard drives. Um, uh, yes, you're absolutely right. When, when you get that inspiration where you're like, I need to write this down. And it just, there are times where you're just like, you write the whole thing down in five minutes and it is just there. It is what it is. And it's just, that's exactly what it needs to say. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And I love it when that happens. I do. And I, I thought it, it wasn't, but a few months ago that somebody asked said, uh, something about if I considered myself a songwriter and I again said no. And then I started cleaning uh, the area where all of my pieces of paper and song lyrics and this and that and titles for songs and, you know, ideas and, and actual full songs. And I counted them up and I thought, well, man, I guess maybe I am a songwriter. I mean, I don't know what else you'd call this. <laughs> so, you know, I, I guess I am, but um, I, I mean. There's a very grim song. It, it is. It's, it's, one it's a sad, it's a sad song, but it's one that it, it's called the Ballad of Johnny C. We never, it just seems like that was meant to be the title of it as well. We couldn't come up with a title. And uh, we kept calling it the ballad Johnny C. And for lack of anything to call it. And that's what it turned out to be. And it, and I, and it took, I want, I got so frustrated because I wanted to get it out year after year. And it's been five years now, but I realized I, what I was waiting on was my son because he's only been really playing believe it or not for like two years and he just has this natural talent and i really believe i was waiting on him to add in the things he's added i remember like the first time i ever picked up a guitar i was probably four and then i remember i got this one which is i've had this one since i was like seven but i got it for christmas and so um, I just, I painted it all up in different ways because like, like if I can look at it and I don't know, I guess like certain colors or certain things like invoke certain feelings. So if I'm playing something like I'm going to want to be able to look at it and see, or like, like, I don't know, scenery, scenery matters. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's a visual thing. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if he likes to go down on the beach and sit and play guitar, and I'm like, yeah, I, that's the life I grew up. I wanted to live on the beach all my life. I lived in the country. And I used to joke that I grew up like Laura Ingalls, but I really did. <laughs> I mean, considering the way the, the things have changed, mm -hmm. um, I did. I, I was like, I didn't actually go to one of, you know, Laura Ingalls school on Little House on the Prairie, you know, uh, but for real, I was that country. No, seriously, my dad, we would have chuck wagons that would, 
because my dad loved to have like parties and gatherings and everybody play guitar. And there was an outhouse on the property. <laughs> I mean, not we, it wasn't one that we had to use. It was just way out because he had a lot of acreage. So it was in case anyway, it was way out there and needed it. But um, yeah, I, I did kind of, I mean, what's it like to use an outhouse? I've always wondered. I never used it. I never did use it. <laughs> I never. <laughs> How do you feel? I have no idea. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. So we'll have to have a segment on outhouses next. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's funny, uh, but, yeah. you, know, and, you know, the cat having to get up, feed the cows, that kind mm -hmm. of stuff, you know, and, it, and, and, but because the world, it really has changed, but I, I guess that's just evolution of things. Yeah. And even but farming it, in itself, uh, most of today's farms are all, you know, they have all the electronics and the gadgets to go with them now. And I mean, yeah, they might have the acreage and everything else, but you know, tractors are so much advanced. I'm like, I don't even think I could drive some of the ones today because I'm like, I looked at a John Deere the one day and those big, and I'm like, I'm not even sure what that one does or that one. And yeah. Right. I know. I could, I, there's no way. I, no way I could do it. No way. And my daughter, the, uh, the one that sings Olivia Jensen C, uh, she works with horses all the time and loves it. But um, as far as trying to actually run a farm or something of your own where you couldn't well, just back away and say, okay, I had enough. She could do it. No way. Systems. No way. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll just keep making our music and, and see, see what happens. We, we did just open up a record label. We actually finally did it. And um, you can find that on, under, I, I forgot to tell you about that. You can find that under Amber C music. Um, on Google, just Google us, and uh, it's a lot of stuff is there. We're still building that site, but it's enough that it's you can see what we're about. Yeah, oh, congratulations! I did not know that, but congratulations on that. That's a big step. Thank you. Yeah, yeah it is. Well, we figured we needed the a way to finance our music, <laughs> so <laughs> it's like make money to make music because <laughs> that's cool. just all. All we want to do, we just want to make our music. Oh, I love it. So are you ready for the 20 crazy questions? I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Like I said before the interview, there's no right or wrong answer. Okay. They're just really fun questions and silly. I got my sidekick in case. So. <laughs> <laughs> and right. he left it. And he walked <laughs> off. <in the> <laughs> he's coming back. He, he's a, he's, a, he's a kid. He really is. <sighs> All so, right. What's the last thing you read? The last thing I read, um, well, I read the news every morning on my phone. Does that count? That does. <laughs> that is a perfect answer. So hypothetically, if I came to you and said, I need to hide a dead body, do you know a good place? I live on the ocean at, by Mexico. <laughs> Could you know nobody there would be no suspicion probably of any white woman okay, <laughs> because it, it's more uh, drug you know drugs go through here a lot of drugs so yeah there <laughs> perfect that would be good they would never notice I, know that, okay. I, I never do it but 
Oh, a stage prop, yeah. and I'd never know. Yeah. Oh, good idea. Yeah, that's a great good idea. idea. <laughs> oh, so what's Better the best? answer than <laughs> the very creative answer there? I like the Judas. <laughs> oh, so what's the best concert or the top three that you've ever been to? Hmm. I would have to say. You remember that huh? one we went to Nashville, the one that was at the, the restaurant. Oh, that concert. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, good thinking. I mean, it wasn't really a concert. It was a birthday party for Margie Singleton. Um, she did a lot of records with George Jones and stuff back, you know, in the 50s, uh, late 50s, six, early 60s. <clears throat> uh, and I knew her through my father, but we went to her birthday party and uh, they had so many great, uh, Tammy Wynette's stepdaughter was there singing on stage, Donna Chapel, and uh, Donna Overby was there singing. Um, that was a good concert. I, and then, you know, I'm gonna tell you number two, Dion Pride. Charlie Pride's son. That just came to me because I got to see him. It was uh, in Fort Worth. And man, man, he was singing and playing, never missing a note, running around on stage, jumping. The energy the guy had was unreal. I mean, talk about a talent, Dion Pride. Yeah. That was a good one. And um, for my last, my third one, boy, uh, I'm going to say Penny Gilly, Penny Gilly and Steve Briggs. I'm going to say those two. Uh, they're uh, you'll hear a lot more from Penny Gilly, I, I can tell you. But she's she's something else. So, yeah, I'd say I, there's so many. It's hard to choose. I mean, I wouldn't say Crystal Gale. Uh, you know, I, there's there's just so many. I got to see Bill Anderson. I got to see him perform. Uh, just there's a million out there. I can't even think of all of their names, all the people I've seen. And it is hard to narrow down to the, the top, your top three because, yeah, you know, and they can change sometimes too because you're like, oh, well, I just saw this awesome concert and, you know. Yeah, yeah. I never knew their names. I just remember the music. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so what's the yeah, first thing? Good. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, you're good. You're good. What's the first thing you would do if you hit the lottery? What would we do, Jesus? Probably or order a bunch of groceries from ATV. <laughs> that or put a certain amount, put about six, yeah. 
Yeah, 60% of it in the, mm, I don't want to say 60, depending on how much it is. Talking millions, like, you know, 100 million or more. Yeah, put, a, put oh, about wow. like 40% of it in there and then use 20% of it for, like, I don't know, music equipment, personal needs. And then I guess use the rest of it to buy a house, the car, and then maybe use the rest of it. Put it up for the rest of the family. And then pass yeah. It on. yeah. Yeah. I mean, because we're not. Uh, yeah, the, the amount that would be saved in the bank. Have that be for the next generation for the music to pass on. Yeah. Good. I mean, I'd, I'd spoil my kids a little bit, you know, uh, but not much. We just, uh, I don't know. We're, we're not real needy. Need. <laughs> well, <laughs> that could be taken two ways. We might be, but not needy in the way that. Is greedy. Hey, that rhyme. Yep. But we should make a song out of that. <laughs> but, um, you know, just, I, I honestly probably, I'd have to think about it a while because, I uh, so I probably would just go ahead and order the groceries, yeah. have them sent to the door, and then sit and think for a while <laughs> before I wouldn't want to make any mistakes with that kind of money. <laughs> Maybe you could also use like start a business. Something. Like, yeah. Buy guitars. So. <laughs> yeah. Like start like some kind of warehouse. That's like, yeah. I don't know. Oh, so tell us something on your bucket list. <laughs> You're laughing. What's on your bucket list, Judas? Meeting Buckethead. That's like one of the things that I want to do, just to be able to meet the guy, shake his hand, and just kind of heart to heart with him. You know what I mean? Just his music really changed my life. It completely turned it around. Uh, uh, long story short, I was in my room going through a really hard time. Uh, I thought I was listening to Tool. But it was a song called Soothsayer, and it sounded really good, like nothing I'd ever heard before, but it was such a familiar sound. And, it, like, I got, I always get deja vu from his music, I and mean, there's, like, a certain feeling I have. It, I've felt it since I was a little kid, but I always feel it with his music, especially with the song Whitewash. Um, we'll, get but, him yeah, we're, we'll get him on the Top 20 show. Uh, uh, the song... Uh, broke me down into some of the heaviest tears that a song has ever broke me down into. I don't know why, but there's a certain part on the song Soothsayer where it goes high pitch to, a, I don't know if it's a certain frequency or what, but it's like it builds up so much and the sweet picking is like the walk, like just flow. It's Truly heartfelt music. Well, maybe you will get to me. I think my bucket list would be Miss Beasley is the newest one that's been getting like that. Uh, Would be to get to just get to tour around and meet 
all the people that I've, I feel like I know, you know, you're in music doing interviews. And when you, you just, it's like a family. It really is like you meet them once and, and you really feel like you know them. And um, just to get to go around and, and meet and talk to, you know, all these people that, that we've met. Um, That's the thing that, we that I like about like being able to travel around like that. It's, it's not really, it's not really about trying to get famous, but more about the experience. Because the more you experience, the more experiences that you have in life, it's like the more you can put those into the music. And then once you put that into the music, other people are going to hear the music and hopefully have the same kind of experience, if you will. And like, yeah. I, well, I always tell my kids, it's like, you know, you come in the world with nothing, you leave with nothing. Life's just a journey in between. So enjoy the journey, you know. That's a beautiful that way. Yeah. Well, I, I think so because so many people are so, they are so focused on uh, just their, you know, they've got to be, well, it's not even ego. It's a, it's a talk kind of thing for a lot. And it's a security kind of thing, but, you know, to make sure you, you're working, you've got your financial independence, you've got, you know, you don't take any risk because, you know, just be careful, just follow straight and narrow. And, and life really is just a journey. I mean, you know, I, I take the time to just let it be, trust the process. Absolutely. So what job would you be terrible at? Oh, goodness, probably all of them. Uh, <laughs> uh, I would really probably not make a very good waitress. Although I did it when I was 15, I, I don't think I can do it too much now. The heavy trays they have to carry, bless their hearts. And then sometimes people don't even leave them a tip, which is like beyond. I, yeah, I don't think I could do that too well. You know, one, he's got to get his first job first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got to do that. <laughs> he told me that school's interfering with his guitar playing. Honestly, because I, like, I hate to say it because I don't really like to just put school down because I understand why I need it. But honestly, I used to just play the guitar like 24-7. I even got rid of my phone so I could play it more. And uh, so I could like draw more and stuff like that. But like I used to just sit there and play constantly. And like I got to the point to where I could hear what was in playing in my head is, and played at the same time I'm doing this. And I'm just now starting to get back to where I can do that. But like because I was spending more time at school, I didn't really – get to have access to the guitar side. Like I went through and changed my schedule so I could, and then I, like, I wouldn't have to blame it on something. You know what I mean? Like, well, and then like, I would have time to, you know, the class to just sit and play the guitar. So. Yeah. Cool. And they put yeah. me on the harp too. I don't know what it was about the harp, but the second I played it, it was like, it, like I went like 
I played the guitar. The guitar has me as one person, but I played the harp, and it's like I switched as a person completely. And it brought something out. It's like it was like walking through some kind of Celtic forest or something. But it was like I like it because if you even if you just go like that and you run your finger across it, it's just like a waterfall. You know what I mean? Like just a waterfall, the most perfect, beautiful notes. And you can hit octave notes and then like, it's nice. I like it. He's definitely a musician. All right. So we're going to have to get him a guitar gig to start, you know? Um, yeah, definitely. We'll have to work on that. <laughs> Let me know if I can help. Okay. Oh. Oh, so what's your game plan for zombie apocalypse? Well, I just kind of take life minute by minute. <laughs> <laughs> but he's been prepping since he was a kid. So if I'm good, if anything goes down, I got he's yeah, he's got it. Because uh, I would not have a plan. I don't know what I would do. <laughs> and, I, you know, a couple of years ago before the whole pandemic thing and everything, I wouldn't, you know, that's like a fairy tale. But now seeing what, you know, different drugs and people falling victim to uh, drug dependence and, and addiction, I can see how, I, you know, I see these videos of people on the streets and they're just like half bent over walking, you know, like, and I, I it's crazy. It's crazy stuff. But I, I don't know. He'd take care of me. He'd take good care of me. <laughs> My plan for the zombie apocalypse to get all of the nearest people that you know know, and then who aren't already zombies. A, yeah, <laughs> then find an underground shelter, and then have a way to be able to grow your own food, but also have a way to have freeze dried food, if you will, and then. Good self-sustaining plan. You got to plan ahead, though. Yeah. You know? He's always... You know, another thing I've always said about this kid, which is another just crazy... Oh, yeah. Find a way to be mentally stable. Mental balance is key. Yeah, that's true. But uh, since I was pregnant with him, and I don't remember, my husband's... uh, said it was a dream I had, but even from the time I was pregnant, I would say he's going to be a rock star. I, I have no idea why I said that. No clue at all. Really, I don't. And because um, when you grow up, like with your dad in music, so, he was just in music. You know, it didn't mean, I, I don't know. It just meant more. I, it's weird how it evolves, you know, but, uh, and you don't want to let it die after that. But, I'm so proud now because I used to say he's going to be a rock star. And then sometime around, I'd say the age of five or six, I just forgot I said that. And I did not remember until he picked up the guitar one day. It was just like, like, I have to work at this. (laughs) And he's just like, no big deal, mom. He's teaching me now, you know. 
And uh, so you might just be also receiving the first interview from, from Judas, Judas C., Johnny C.'s grandson, and he can sing too. So, and he, honestly, I've looked at pictures comparatively of my father and him, and they're going to look so much alike. Um, they, I, at the same age, it's just amazing, the resemblance. So, and that makes me, you know, that's another thing that just makes me feel so blessed, you know, and to be able to watch these kids go do what I don't have, you know, that too much, probably too many more years of the energy to do. I am a homebody, but I do, you know, I do want to go in music, but to get to watch them is, is going to be, going to be amazing because he's definitely got this. uh, They've both got so much talent. Definitely look forward to more stuff coming from him as well. What artist or album should we listen to before we die? Uh, Claymation Courtyard by Buckethead. If not then some psychedelic rock. I would say uh, I I really started first listening to Sylvia and you know when I had my little plastic high heels like around that age you know I don't know three four and I, I'd always have the microphone <laughs> so maybe Sylvia the one with um, and I interviewed her I should know the name of this album I grew up with the album I have it here but the one you know with, you're nobody come nobody. to me yeah nobody that one <laughs> and uh, I think that had Tumbleweed and Matador oh, that's a great song uh, maybe, maybe that one maybe that one. maybe I should go out with what I came in listening to, sort of. Or I should probably say my father's at one of my dad's. I mean, that would make... <laughs> you say both, it's fine, yeah. I'm ashamed I didn't think of that answer first. <laughs> it's all good. It's just to give recommendations to someone that may not have heard of someone that you're suggesting. That's the key. It's to get people to broaden their horizons in music. Yeah, yeah. Because there, there, there is... there's. So many, so many. You just got to get out there and find them. Absolutely. Who would play you in a movie or who would you want to play you in a movie about your life? Um, me, maybe, because I know me my, the best. Uh, but if I had to pick an actress... Who would you say, Judas? That's a hard one. I don't keep up with that. I mean, I can see it, but I don't know the name. And if if Olivia, and if not Olivia, they could put on a fake wig. 
<laughs> my daughter, and actually, she she went to Vanderbilt, and while she was there, she was uh, doing things for the LA Film Festival. So, and yeah, she would make a she would do a pretty good me because she knows me so well. But a famous actress, I'm who I. There's no movie theaters these days. I don't. I don't even know. Maybe Olivia Newton-John. I always liked her. Oh. I always liked her. That'd be cool. Yeah. Grace, she was Olivia Newton-John. No. She was the singer too. For real. Mm-hmm. So this next question is very prolific. Where's Waldo? Mom's house. Mom's house. <laughs> Where is Walt? Oh, I am so out of touch with the, the times these days. I, don't, I know. Uh, where's Waldo? Uh, oh, we should. He's in the basement. We should call Otis and Waldo's right on my front porch. My dog. <laughs> we should have Otis in there. <laughs> Oh. So, would you rather cook or order in? We cook. Cook. Yeah. A really good cook. Yeah. It could, because it just, we're not health nuts by any means, but actually, my husband has cooked for us for 20 something years. And he he's very health conscious when it comes to just cooking, you know and cooking fresh vegetables and stuff like that. And we've become so, uh, when we accustomed to that, when we go to a restaurant, it, it just, it's not, it doesn't even, it's not good. <laughs> not, you know, not yeah. sometimes good, but, um, usually it's, we like, we enjoy, yeah, we enjoy being at home. Perfect. Cooking. Okay, so do we sing in the shower? Yes, <laughs> girl. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, can I say it on a country? I turn on some Beyonce every now and then and I get down. <laughs> yeah, she really does. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Depends on the attitude I have that day, you know. But uh, no, yes, absolutely. Singing, always, always have. Oh, so Judith, Good. are we gonna get you to answer that one too? Do I? Yeah. Do you think? I I tried singing once when they wanted me to do an acting audition, and they wanted me to like sing. I remember they said I sounded good, but I didn't feel like I sounded good. So uh, I never really, uh, I don't really feel like I'm much of a singer. I think you'll get there. Maybe, yeah. I mean, He's I been talking really about it. Big school. No. So yeah, the shower is a perfect place to practice because, you know, the only one that would hear you is like, you're your family. So that's a perfect, you know. It is. It's a great place, and it does have good acoustics. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh. So, do you prefer boots or heels? 
I prefer heels. I do like I do like a pretty pair of high heels. I prefer combat boots. Boots. Yeah. Combat boots and then black ripped jeans and jeans. Yeah, where I'm rocking my leather pants today. We, we we like to have a little bit of edge, I guess, for country. But I guess I guess in outlaw country, that's all good. Absolutely. <laughs> What's the best thing since sliced bread? Oh gosh, probably. I mean, I'm a strange eater, but dehydrated cherries. They're addictive. I promise. Not the cranberries. Not the cranberries. I mean, the cranberries are just, they're great. But the dehydrated cherries, those are, that's some of my, I could eat them all day, every day. What about you? You like those too, don't you? Tater tots? We, yeah, we eat a lot of tater tots around here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Yeah, I'm you... a bit of a like, on myself. <laughs> oh. Do you have any guilty pleasure music? If so, what is it? Well, Nine Inch Nails. Oh, <laughs> I would agree. I would have to agree. Yeah. <laughs> Every now and then we get, we, you know, we do play a lot. I mean, most of the stuff we play is country uh, and listen to is country. But every now and then, yeah, Eminem, Nine Inch Nails, uh, Lil Wayne. We, I, I never thought I would like rap. My dad would kill me. <laughs> you know, he was such a conservative, traditional, you know, country. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I've just uh, within the past few years, I've I have gotten a, a liking for some rap music. But Nine Inch Nails, yeah, that's a good guilty pleasure one. Yeah, totally. What is the worst pizza topping? Anchovies, onions. Well, well actually, no. I take that back. I used to think that until I tried it. So, Wouldn't you sardines, say any kind of fish. Isn't it? I don't know. Is I'm it not. anchovies or sardines they put on fish? Oh. I mean pizza. If anybody out there eats fish on their pizza, that's your thing. I don't mind, but like, I don't know. They just don't it fit for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Yep. I, I would agree there. Yeah. Yeah. That and pineapple are the I think the two best answers that I keep hearing. And pineapple is a yes or a no. And just yeah. And I'm like, okay. Like so. <laughs> Bro. Well, pineapple. if you could be any person or any position, you know, like a CEO or an accountant or a doctor, who or what position would you want to be for one day? A doctor. A doctor? Either a surgeon or a chiropractor. Pretty cool. Great choices. Yeah. Yeah. That or 
maybe that. Well, yeah. that wasn't when. Yeah. Well, we're still we're both in the doctor field. <laughs> Perfect. Healthcare is always good. Oh, so are you good at keeping secrets? Yeah. Yeah. And he is too. Yeah. I'm like YB. I don't really talk. You can pretty much <laughs> tell me anything because I forget everything I hear. So, I mean, I'm not going to repeat it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh, at what age did you become an adult? I have not reached that age. <laughs> you know, it's funny. We talk about this quite often with a friend of mine. I have always felt like I'm 17. I still feel that way at heart. And I, so I asked not long ago, you know, do, do you and your wife, they're about 20 years older than I am. Do y'all still feel like, you know, you're the age you feel like, like 17 or whatever they said. And they said, yep. I said, and it never changes. Nope. So I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I've reached if there is such a thing, I have not reached it. Love it. I feel like a kid that needs <laughs> a needy kid. <laughs> and he just turned 16, so I don't I don't know if he could even fathom. Honestly, you don't grow I can't up. really say because I don't know what's gonna come in the future. But as of right now. I feel mature, but I know I'm not as mature as I'm going to be. But at the same time, I don't really feel any, I know my age, but I don't really feel any specific age, but I still feel past feelings. Cause like, it's like, I'll get memories that they give me nostalgia, but I take those memories and I take the feeling that the memories give me and then keep the, the feelings. So uh, I don't know. I feel like I've been every age almost. He's grown up around adults mostly. Yeah. So. yeah, there's definitely a different feeling like that. I was all around adults as well. My brothers and sisters were 16, 17 years older than me. So yeah, I yeah. can understand that. Yeah. But yeah. it's done him well. It's done him well. Yeah. Really has. So other than the awesome words of wisdom you gave us a little bit ago, do you live by any other words of wisdom? Um, really just, I've learned, I, well, I don't know if Can't I've learned never it. Could. Can't never could. Yeah, that's a good one. But yeah. just, uh, you've just got to keep on keeping on with whatever it is that you do in life. Because, uh, even if I, uh, it's, there's been times, especially the last few months because of the coronavirus, which I unfortunately finally caught. Uh, and even if I was just sitting on the edge of my bed rather than laying down, I felt like if that's all I could accomplish at the time, I'm accomplishing something. And I, so I feel, you know, because life is so precious and we never know when our last day here is. So just get up and even if it's just sitting on your front porch, if that's the best you can do, do it. 
that I think that's a keep on keeping on. Great words of wisdom. Because life, it gets difficult. It does for all of us. It really does. But there's there's peaks and valleys, you know. And it always changes suddenly. So. Yeah. Do you have any that you like, Judas? Other than... Well, what she said, can't never could. So, like, I remember my, that was the first thing that my dad ever told me when I was a little kid. And before I ever really knew what a Trojan was, that's what it made me imagine was a little picture of a Trojan or like a cloud in the shape of a Trojan in the sky the second he told me that. But, uh, yeah, as long as you keep that in mind, you can pretty much do anything. Um keep moving forward just yeah. keep moving forward don't give up never give up never give up so tell us what does the rest of this year look like for you are you doing some touring releasing some new music well um i'm gonna be getting to uh start my interviews again which i do feature interviews where um i record uh the artist and we have and put the music in and everything, and then I send it off to, uh, there's a couple of different stations. I'll send you the links of those stations because uh, they're really interesting interviews. Uh, and um, we're going to be this summer, uh, probably I'll be focusing on booking my kids just kind of locally around the area to get, you know, as young as they are, but he's played in front of audiences, but you know, the more, the better. And I feel like this summer would be a good time to do that. And so I'm kind of focusing on my kids a lot right now, but yes, I am planning a tour that unfortunately had to be canceled this summer, but um, planning on that tour, I'm going to continue with my radio show on black dog in the country. And, uh, just keep working on music and um, working on the record label and just keeping at it. But uh, it, it's looking like a pretty good year. So I'm excited to see what it, what comes of it. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, so far, it's definitely seemed like it's going to be a very forming year. Like, uh, Changes, if you will. Um, self-improvement, even. Yeah, I always strive for that self-improvement. Just not too much, though. But just in the areas that really give you the most problems, I guess, yeah. Um, I guess uh, the occasional like self-reflection, meditation especially. Um, yeah. That's what you're here looking like. I'm playing guitar. Just, yeah. I'm playing guitar. <laughs> feeling feelings and 
keeping happy, finding reasons to be happy, even if it just means to quiet the mind and just simply feel happy. Sometimes it's the best thing you can do is just quit trying to control and just let the river take you down its way. And after you get used to that, it's like, like swimming under the water. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, thank you both for joining me today. Um, Amber and Judith, thank you. It has been my pleasure. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much for having us. And I know we probably ran a little over time. I hope that's okay with you. I didn't have a clock set by. That's okay. uh, But now we really (laughs) enjoyed it very much. And, uh, And I hope to do this again with you soon. And I am working on getting these artists to you. So you just hang in there because it's all one big family. And it's like my buddy Phil Cran says, if one of us succeeds, we all succeed. Whatever success, whatever that means, you know, to succeed. But wherever that takes each of us. So, so it's, it's, I, it's a pleasure being on. Thank you very much for having us. You. And thank you, friends, you for like joining us. us. Oh, sorry, I- oh, you're you want us to play you out with a song? That would be wonderful. And just thank you, everyone, for joining us today. And we're going to end on a song. Have a All great right. one. You too. It's okay if I put more quick. No, describe it. Because we don't know. Because I came up with it. Last it's, it's, a, it's a really good one. Just come on, let's get this. Mm-hmm. This world alone, yet there's no sickness, joy, no danger in that bright world to which I go. I'm going there to see my father. He said he'd meet me. Thank you.
If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.